is up, everyone? Welcome into ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network with a lot more content coming your way, not only about the Cowboys, but about the Mavericks as well, who are up 57 to 27 right now. You can check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. By the way, on the ADC Sports Dallas platforms, uh, when it comes to the podcast world on iTunes, on Spotify, you can check out Ian talking about the Cowboys in the same, in the, about the Mavericks in the same channel as Skywalker and I talk about the Cowboys. So make sure you check that out and subscri subscribe to the podcast platforms. As always, Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanHyundai.com. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. We'll talk about the Cowboys on this halftime, but the opening question for you guys was drop an emoji. Drop an emoji to describe the map's first half. Stephen White goes with the celebration emoji. Tommy Carenza with the strong arm. What is up, Laurie Valeria? Thank you for being here on tonight's show. What is up, Tommy? Uh, Stephen, excuse me, Ryan Doyle, reminding people to hit the like button. The fire emojis are also strong on this one. Mine is just the mind blown emoji. I, I really, really just, uh, you know, cannot believe what is going on right now with the Mavericks and the Phoenix Suns. So, you know, that, that has been a surprise. The fact that the Suns are nowhere to be found, especially when it comes to the big tree. And the fact that they were... After one quarter, I don't know how that stat changed over the course of the second, but for the first one, they were at 26% in field goal attempts, while the Mavericks were about at uh, over 50, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, I'm going with the mind-blown emoji. Uh, Jason Chavez going with the beers emojis as well. Laurie also going with the mind-blown emoji. So, hey... I will say, though, uh, Toxic Tom, I'm sorry to hear that, man. I'm looking at your comment right now. Oh, man, it's it's really just, uh, it's it's painful, man. I hope that your weekend gets better, though, and your week. Uh, and we'll be here on primetime to maybe provide a distraction for you through primetime. We'll talk about one specific aspect of the Cowboys schedule. Let's get to the Cowboys here in the meantime while the Mavericks come back and start the third quarter versus the Phoenix Suns. We've talked about, about the schedule a while now on ADC Sports Dallas. And there's one particular thing that comes to mind that seems to be a problem that could be big enough to maybe impact the Cowboys' decision-making at offensive line. And what I'm talking about specifically, some of you might be able to guess it with Aaron Donald on the overlay right there. But look at the defensive tackles that the Cowboys will be facing early in the year. When you talk about the schedule for Dallas and that tough stretch at the beginning of the year, you talk about the teams overall. But when you zoom into the positions and you know that, that you know, the Bucs have Vitavea, first and foremost. I put Logan Hall's name in there, but they have some depth, a defensive tackle. Uh, the Bengals have B.J. Hill. Obviously, they have Reeder. Uh, Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams over at New York. And then you go into uh, weeks four through six, and you're facing De'Ron Payne and Jonathan Allen. 
you're facing none other than the very best defensive player in football in Aaron Donald with the LA Rams. And then Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, even Javon Hargrave over at Philadelphia. Do you guys believe, and here's, you know, I, I will get to my second question here on the show. From 1 to 10, how likely is Tyler Smith to start at left guard for Dallas in week one? Because talk about a trial by fire. These are top-tier defensive tackle units in the league. And you're not getting any break if you are Tyler Smith and you're starting early in the year. While you give me your answers and before I give you mine, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanHyundai.com because the ride of the week is the new 2022 Hyundai Sonata. It starts at $26,739. Miles per gallon capacity of 28 in the city goes up all the way up to 38 in the highway. It comes with two front LCD monitors, Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto, and the amazing feature of electric stability control. You can check out the 2022 Hyundai Sonata uh, along with many other new Hyundai vehicles over at FreemanHyundai.com, a family-owned business. For over 65 years, you get A-plus customer service plus a wide, wide range of vehicles. New and used, by the way, but check out the new Hyundai vehicles over at FreemanHyundai.com. I, I would say, and I'm looking at your numbers right here. Uh, people are going with tens, 100, says Gregory. John Jones also with the 100. Bruce goes with the 7. John goes with the 6 to 7. I will, I will tell you something. My answer is a little bit lower. I'm going with the 6 because I, I still believe that Tyler Smith is your favorite to start at left guard. That's maybe a combination of how, I don't want to sound, you know, like a hater, but how little faith I have in Connor McGovern and the fact that I do believe that Tyler Smith has the attributes to start at left guard and that he can mask those weaknesses on the inside. Not fix them, just hide them a little bit better when you're sandwiched between Tyron Smith and Tyler Vyadish or Matt Farniak, whoever ends up as your starting uh, center after training camp is all said and done. But I do think there's some slight possibility that with the risk that Tyler Smith brings to the table, it, you know, with his hand technique issues and use of hand issues and the fact that he might take a while to know where he needs to go with those hands in order to play in the NFL in the first place, if that takes a little bit more time than the Cowboys expected the, him to and they're not super confident in his abilities, I can definitely see Dallas saying, you know what, let's throw McGovern out there for the first couple of weeks. Let's give Tyler Smith a, a, a little bit of extra time so we don't throw him to the Wolves this early in his development. Because these are six weeks field with a big-time talent at defensive tackle. And it can end up being something very positive for Tyler Smith, but it can also end up being something fairly negative. It's a trial by fire for Tyler Smith, and it's not going to be easy at all. 
Toxic Tom says, Mo, you are right. If Tyron is hurt in camp, he will be starting at left tackle. LOL. Forrest says, Tyler is starting. Gregory says, say it isn't so, Mo. Hey, I'm just going to say, I think it's not a sure thing that he starts at week one. But Taylor Washington, however, brings up a good point that he says, probably better than Whitfield with McGovern over there. And that's a very valid point. And that's definitely the main reason why we're talking about Tyler Smith being your week one starter, because there's apparently not a better option in Dallas right now. I'm just wondering if the Cowboys go through some sort of risk management there. And if they believe he's not ready for week one, maybe just hold him for a little bit before they play him at left guard, especially when your goals or ultimate goal when it comes to Tyler is to make him your left tackle. The ultimate goal for Tyler is not playing inside, is playing on the outside. Now, Terry Emerson says, what if you move Smith to left guard? I will, I will be completely honest. I think that's definitely not in the table for Dallas. I, I don't think that Ty, uh, Tyron Smith is in... in in a point in his career in which that that's even a a possibility. I'm guessing, well, wait a minute, because, you know, both are, both's last name are Smith. I'm guessing that maybe Terry meant Tyron Smith. If you meant Tyler, then I believe that is indeed the plan. Uh, Russell says, so what's the deal? Are they going to sign any free agents in the offseason? I can't believe we haven't signed anyone really. There's word that the Cowboys might be interested in Anthony Barr. And last week, we discussed him as one of the three defensive possibilities that the Cowboys could look at in free agency at this stage. I believe it was, I don't want to lie to you guys. I don't remember who it was. I think it was Calvin Watkins that reported that Anthony Barr was definitely an option for the Cowboys. Clarence Hill. It was from Clarence Hill. Uh, from Fort Worth, Star Telegram, and I will read his quote. He's a free agent linebacker. Anthony Barr is a free agent option for the Cowboys. And, of course, uh, every time that we talk about a free agent in Dallas, we need to include a certain clause that reads, if the price is right, <laughs> there is definite interest there, says Clarence Hill. We'll see if that transitions into a bigger deal or not but Anthony Barr does make a lot of sense for the Cowboys and maybe we will dive deeper into this conversation tomorrow night because tonight might be a little bit of a shorter show because you know we're watching the Mavericks and all of that I don't want to take too much of your time that's why we went live exactly when halftime started so we'll talk more about Anthony Barr for sure tomorrow night because that is a big deal and it makes sense for the Cowboys. Anyways, yeah, people are in agreement that, you know, Tyron Smith is not moving inside. That, that will not happen. But yeah, Tyler Smith is either looking at a trial by fire or looking at the possibility of not starting in week one. Don't rule out that possibility. I know that that's what we want for Tyler Smith. We want him to be a left guard for his entire rookie year. That would make us feel 
a lot better about the Cowboys picking him at 24th overall. However, what if he's not ready? Especially when you're talking about a player that all the conversation has been around his potential, his offside, refining his technique, making sure that his hands go to the right place, limiting the penalties and all of that. Don't rule it out. Maybe the Cowboys are willing to be more patient on the Tyler Smith project than we expected them to. But anyways, that's just one side of things. Uh, there was a little bit more of news for, from the Cowboys this uh, weekend. They were trying to get back to 91 players on their roster, and they cut Chris Nagar. And that will clearly make Jonathan Garibay, the undrafted free agent out of Texas Tech, the favorite to become the Cowboys kicker in 2022. The question for you guys, truth or false, Jonathan Garibay will be the guy. Maybe you guys feel maybe maybe you guys feel like the Cowboys will go other place with another free agent or something like that. Truth or false, Jonathan Garibay will start at kicker in 2022. Michael Gelkin did point out that Chris Nagar might make it back to the Cowboys roster at some point, that maybe this was just a temporary move to make place on the roster for somebody else. But if you're the guy getting waived, then clearly you're not the favorite for the job. Then clearly it's Jonathan Garibay. That's how I would look at things. Uh, John Jones is true. Toxic Tom calling for his guy, Ryan Null to be the Cowboys starting kicker in 2022. And by the way, the third quarter of the Dallas Mavericks has already started, but will remain uh, for, for a while around here. Samuel Rose says, where's Lirim? Lirim Hairulahu is signed to another NFL team. Pretty confident it's the Panthers, but let me double check. No, he's a free agent actually right now. I thought he had been re-signed. I believe he was, but I'm guessing he was just recently released once more. Yeah, Carolina Panthers waived uh, the 4th of May. So he was waived after the NFL draft. Lirium Hyrule, who is actually available. Wouldn't be surprised if he comes back to the Cowboys and maybe add some competition throughout training camp. Maybe he can have a three-way race between Gary Vai, Nagar, and Hyrule Lahu. Here's the thing. There are not other veteran options around the NFL. So whoever ends up being the Cowboys kicker in 2022 will likely be an improving guy, an unexperienced guy. Oh, by the way, small parenthesis because Ryan is right. Ryan says, Mo, you have to feel honored. Tommy915 got married yesterday and still made it on for your live stream. Congrats to Tommy. Hey, congrats to Tommy indeed. He got married on the weekend. Shout out to him. That is amazing. And I hope that you enjoyed your wedding. That's amazing. He mentioned it during the One Cool Thing segment. Shout out to Tommy. Happy for you, man. And thank you for your support. Thank you for making it to the show tonight. You, Hey, I actually invite you to hop off the live stream. I'm just kidding. Make sure you hit the like button. 
if, if Tommy915 is here the day after his wedding and you cannot like the show, then what are you, what are we doing wrong here? Do me a favor and hit the like button, share the stream as well. Congrats to Tommy. Toxic Tom says, didn't you invite Mo to your reception, Tommy? Uh, he did. Couldn't make it. I'm sorry, Tom. Uh, I'm sorry, Tommy. But, you know, we had to hold down the fort on ADC Sports Dallas. <laughs> Anyways, guys, someone is mentioning Brett Maher. I don't think that Maher would be the guy. Samuel says, Sorlane lost us to games. These veteran free agents are always, you know, a little bit of a coin toss because you do remember the good times, but there's a reason why they're still available. <laughs> Toxic Tom says, Mo wanted to bring his golden ramp and his, ask his plus one. You know, my plus one is actually listening to the show, Toxic Tom, so I will not confirm. I will not deny it, though. <laughs> Your comment. <laughs> Anyways. Russell says, you think that they stay, Pat, at cornerback? I think they do. Uh, I think that if they add somebody, and we talked about Joe Hayden, formerly with the Steelers, as a possibility last week. I think it's that kind of a move. And if and only if Kelvin Joseph is not around for 2022, which remains a big question mark. He's still training with the team. We have not heard anything about a Cowboys moving on from Calvin Joseph. I think that if they address the corner position in a relevant way, it's because Calvin Joseph is not sticking around. That's my gut feeling at the moment. Because you have developmental guys. You have Nashawn Wright. You have Dayron Bland, who you drafted this year. Ryan says, Mo would have been at the reception if you had boneless wings. Tommy915 says, Ryan, which is funny because I had boneless wings today. But anyways, before we leave tonight, and it's a little bit of a shorter show because we need to get back to rooting for Dallas Mavericks and Luca. I have one more question for you. Will the Mavs hold on to their halftime lead at the moment, third quarter lead? Will the Mavs hold on to their halftime lead? Uh, Halftime lead in game seven. Laurie says, you just lost your plus one. So you guys can just put together the hints here. Map smoking them, says Russell. They really are. The Phoenix Suns are not working right now. The big tree disappeared in the first half. And now the maps are one wing away to advance. In a game in which they were 6.5 point underdogs, we took them on the money line and with the spread. <laughs> Samuel Rose says, Mrs. Mo has spoken. Yes, absolutely, says Ryan. Gregory goes with, yes, they win. Bruce says, it's been too long since Dallas Fort Worth had a parade. Oh, man, can you imagine how good that would feel for Dallas? John says, hope so. So without any further ado, without any further ado, I will let you go and watch the Mavericks and, the, and their second half. Russell says they were down to, to they were 2-0 down too. Not only that, then they were one game away from elimination as well later. 
you need to enjoy what Luca is doing right now, to be honest. Luca has really been something. But anyways, guys, I will let you be. Enjoy the game. Enjoy game seven. I will see you tomorrow night here on ADC Sports Dallas. Primetime, as always, at 8 p.m. Central. Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanHyundai.com, the ride of the week. Make sure you go check it out. Check out the interior pictures, the outside pictures uh, over at FreemanHyundai.com. Also, make sure that you check out the podcast platforms, and you can check out Ian talking about the Dallas Mavericks as well over there. Hit the like button. Every like allows us to put this show in front of more Cowboys fans as we continue to grow the ADC Sports Dallas community. Russell says, what's your scary game of the year next year? I will crowdsource this question and make it into a topic tomorrow night. Thank you to Russell. That's a good idea, actually. We will work that into tomorrow's show. I will see you tomorrow night. Thank you, guys, and see you on Monday.